Hi, my name is Denise Track. Hi there. I'm a teacher. My name is Laura, and I've been teaching for 26 years. Hi, Gabby. This is Daniela Esposito, a.k.a. Mom. I'm an English teacher at Carmel High School, Carmel, New York. In both the Danbury School System and also I've taught in clinical settings. I teach 9th and 10th grade English. I teach advanced placement literature. And with college freshmen as well as a creative writing class to ninth to 12th graders. College reading and writing, creative writing. And I wanted to talk to you about banned books. Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Beyond Grades podcast, your source for good news and education. This week, we're going to talk about Banned Books Week. It takes place this year, September 18th to the 24th. And in one sentence, Banned Books Week is a celebration of the freedom to read. Banned Books Week was founded in 1982 by a well-known First Amendment and library activist named Judith Krug. The Association of American Publishers had basically called Judith up and said, hey, we need everyone to pay more attention to the fact that a bunch of books have been banned lately and they shouldn't be. So Krug told this to the Freedom Committee at the American Library Association, and six weeks later, we celebrated the first Banned Books Week. Since then, typically held during the last week of September, the week highlights the value of free and open access to information. Banned Books Week brings together the entire book community of librarians, booksellers, publishers, journalists, readers, and yes, students and teachers all in shared support of the freedom to seek and express ideas, even though some of those may be considered unorthodox or unpopular. The theme of the campaign this year is Books Unite Us, Censorship Divides Us. The banned books are the following. Gender Queer by Maya Kobabe, Lawn Boy by Jonathan Evison, All Boys Aren't Blue by George M. Johnson, Out of Darkness by Ashley Hope Perez, The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas, The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian by Sherman Alexie, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl by Jesse Andrews, The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison, This Book is Gay by Juno Dawson, and Beyond Magenta by Susan Cucklin. These books were all banned for mentioning either profanity, sexuality, gender identity, or the history of racism. Though banning books is controversial among parents and um, lawmakers, To most English teachers, it's really not a matter of controversy at all. As you'll hear from the next three that I personally know, one especially, um, you'll see that they all have, they're all on the same page, no pun intended. They all believe that no books should be banned and that there is use in hearing these uncomfortable things sometimes um, because it's usually reality whether it's um, the history of racism, sexuality, gender identity, mental health disorders, all of that is real life, and um, we shouldn't shy away from it. And though this podcast is supposed to be about good news, this is actually good news. Um, This episode isn't meant to be controversial. It's, like Band Books says, a celebration of the freedom that we do have and the fact that it should be protected this great thing that we have of freedom to read and freedom to receive and put out their information um that should be celebrated and protected likewise the freedom to learn 
to be students and to learn these things and not be hidden from reality that is also a right that should be protected um and this podcast isn't the platform to get into all of that but it is the place to hear from teachers and educators who spend their lives teaching students literature is important to me because it's a vehicle to unite it's a vehicle to help students understand the human condition and how we are all connected I just have always loved books. I was an only child, and I found a lot of times books were my best friends. I could spend all day reading and reading, and I found so much information about the world and about connection and about the female experience and about friendships and growing up and maturing and heartbreak. Uh, these books can open up doors to times in our history or in the histories of other civilizations. They can open up dialogues about what things were like, what things are like, or why other perspectives are so important. When people are reading these books for themselves, I've oftentimes seen connection for young people that doesn't happen in any other way. By reading or connecting to a character that they feel strongly about, or a situation that they might be experiencing, Oftentimes, students can get a release or a connection that they're not capable of getting in other ways in their lives. And so I firmly believe that we have to be very careful about what we talk about with banning books. And I think literature gives us opportunities to recognize and celebrate that and bring people together through civil discourse. As a matter of fact, my students and I are beginning the discussion of The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. And if you know anything about banned books and controversial literature, you'll know that this book is especially controversial now, um, given what happened with Roe versus Wade. Margaret Atwood was incredibly forward thinking. She still is. But one of the things that she says when she talks about having written The Handmaid's Tale is that she didn't write about anything that hasn't already happened in history. And that's really frightening to think about. So I, I think that there might be some controversy and some heated discussion, possibly with with my students, although most of my AP students are very forward thinkers and progressive in their beliefs. Um, but I think it's important that they learn how to argue about something in a civil way. And I think it's important that we discuss things that are difficult to discuss instead of shying away. Thanks for listening. This podcast is sponsored by the School Comms Lab, an inclusive professional development community for school communicators and administrators committed to leveling up their marketing, PR, and digital media skills. Learn more at www.schoolcommslab.com.